0: Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. A family estranged from one another by space travel and relativity. Which movie does it better? Today we pit Christopher Nolan's Interstellar against the 1986 epic Flight of the Navigator. On the way you'll get spoilers, obviously, for Interstellar and Flight of the Navigator, as well as The Goonies, Explorers, Terminator 2, Hook, Moonrise Kingdom, Tree of Life, That 70s Show, Les Miserables, The Dark Knight Rises, 2001 A Space Odyssey, Lost in Space, Back to the Future, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, Sunshine, Moon, and Apollo 13. Like any normal human that watches movies, whenever I sit down and I think to myself, man, I would love to see a movie that deals with a family that's being estranged from one another because of the space-time continuum or the nature of time relativity, I think to myself, well, my options are twofold. I could watch Christopher Nolan's Interstellar movie, or I could watch Flight of the Navigator. So that's exactly what we did tonight. We did both of those things. It all started when we said to ourselves, man... We are really hankering for a movie about a family that's been estranged by the space-time continuum and relativity, so we should watch both of those things, the best of both worlds. So we sat down to do just that, to watch Christopher Nolan's Interstellar and Flight of the Navigator in one sitting, and we did so with one of our biggest groups ever. So Tyler is here. Howdy.
1: Howdy. Hardy? I was trying, that's a, that's I a new was trying one. something Howdy. different. I didn't like it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I liked it.
0: Well, don't give up on it yet.
2: Maybe nah, it, my it just business. didn't
1: work. Do <laughs> it
0: one more episode.
1: <laughs> try see it. if you like it.
3: So Tyler recently celebrated a birthday, so maybe his jokes are aging as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not the, yeah, <laughs> I'm not the young comedic geniuses I used to be. <laughs> yeah,
1: earlier, a good
0: <laughs> earlier this week, he was quite hilarious, and then something <laughs> happened and it became all dad-like. <laughs> I'm just losing touch. But he's here. That's the point. Yeah. Tyler's on the show. Patrick is here. I'm here.
1: I believe that's I'm still the youngest in the room, though. Ugh.
2: Yeah, all right. Maybe you're gonna oh. do that. I am.
1: Right, <laughs> that, that won't change.
2: <laughs> and
1: you have the biggest house. Not unless so. you unlike, unlike these films, none of us have traveled it. at light speed, and right. so time has not been relative. I was to gonna it. say,
0: if these movies are teaching yeah. us anything, then the nature of who's old and who's not yeah. is That's up it. for grabs. Let's just check in next year, see what. Yeah, we're who at. knows? If you want to, have popped in you, a wormhole. If any of you <laughs> travel through a wormhole, You can have the youngest in the room. Speaking of time travel, Mike Jensen is back. On the show, the last time he was on You Hate Movies was back in the Back to the Future episodes. Am I right?
4: I think so. That's correct. And yeah. I'm the oldest here, oh, yeah. and I can say that I most likely saw Flight of the Navigator in theaters. So.
2: Wow. Mm-hmm. you sure you're that movie. old? Okay. You're not that old. I don't think so.
0: In 1986, is that when we... Yeah, were? I was six years old. Oh, six oh. years old. Yeah, that's movie oh, going age. <laughs> Plenty old. <laughs> well, I wasn't born yet. <laughs> That's, That's great. Good. No wonder you understand it so well. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and then <laughs> <laughs> while we still have access to our friend Peter Rolo, we got him in for the uh, hat trick. Is that what it's called when you get three? Yes, that is a hat trick. Yeah. So Peter's here. Hey hey. <laughs> Fresh out of the Thunderdome <laughs> and great and hockey. Thunderdome! And guess what? While we have other people making triumphant returns to the podcast, Josiah DePauli is on the show.
5: Fresh off the wild success of the Christmas
0: special. (laughs) 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 Which I believe is the most downloaded episode yet. (laughs) Is uh, <laughs> referring to a lost episode, <laughs> lost in the archives of time. <laughs> now it's going to become an urban legend. <laughs> oh, well, the, oh, they did the a, a Christmas episode. As if anyone cared enough. <laughs> we'll eBay at one. But there, there's
1: a very strict statute of limitations for Christmas episodes, so yeah. we could not air it. <sighs>
0: Let me tell you, we had a intellectual crisis over that. And it was like, it lasted so long, the holiday ended. So maybe next year. Everyone hold on to your butts. Um, we'll circle back around. And then, you know, to spice things up with an international flair as Matt Hughes. Hello, everyone. You know, someone told me recently that they appreciated the diversity on the podcast. My friend, uh, Zach, whom I call Z-Buddy, he, he texted me from North Carolina and said, uh, yeah, I like that it's not a, a boys' club. I like to include girls.
2: Mm-hmm. Thanks, Zachy.
0: And uh, <laughs> and he said, I like that you have a Russian and British guy. <laughs> no, I'm glad that I can bring diversity to what is a very
6: white podcast. Everyone, <laughs> it's not that diverse. Yeah.
0: Well, we're you know one step at a time. We're working on it. And then uh, speaking of diversity, everyone's favorite host. <laughs>
2: That's right.
0: Is here in the flesh.
2: Mm-hmm. Hi, Bethany. Yeah, I'm, I'm referring to, of course. I didn't know what the Bethany timing was Allen. on that. I think I was premature.
0: That's all right. They knew, they knew what was coming. As soon as I said everyone's favorite, they were like, Ball 85.: <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm Josh. I'm here tonight. So we, we all sat down and we watched back-to-back, Flight of the Navigator, followed by Interstellar. And one of the first things that came up, <laughs> I don't know, during the first act of Flight of the Navigator was Patrick um, very rudely Asking out loud, what in the world does this have to do with <laughs> interstellar? What were you talking about? You didn't see the clear connection? Um everything.
3: I, I think that most of us in the room are asking what in the world these would have to do to pair with each other besides the loose idea
0: of you know Relativity. time continuum.
3: That's yeah. is
0: is loose. Yeah, no, there's a there's, family thing.
2: Right, yeah. there's like a ton of strings that just go back. Tell, and us, them,
1: tell, tell List, us more. about List Bethany. the strings.
2: You know, the time continues. You just you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. just said it. We
1: got that one.
2: The family thing. Okay, you just then,
1: <laughs>
6: there's <laughs> that part where they're flying through <laughs> the clouds. Yeah, I was say. <laughs> that's the clouds.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where they're all talking.
6: Spaceships. <laughs>
2: all there.
1: NASA was there.
2: Yeah, yeah NASA's <laughs> represented. It's in <laughs> space. You see space. We should have watched Apollo 13. You go You're febbing. not even <laughs> listening
3: <laughs> In fly of the Navigator It's straight up time travel He says we can go back in time Through time
0: travel yeah. Hello They do the same freaking
3: Thank thing Thank you Yeah In no. Interstellar When he goes into the he
2: Tesseract He his life Just like the big cowboy No In, in, in the Interstellar
1: They said you can manipulate time But you can't go back I know they But were then wrong. he does exactly that he No have, he, he interacts He manipulates it through gravity but he doesn't actually travel oh back in gosh. time what are you talking that's about true. he physically interacts with the past i know but he doesn't but go he's, back he's Throw not in the past right gravity is traveling through time he's this affecting is, gravity
0: this is, as is as the it dumbest premise <laughs> <laughs> i know just, just as you're talking about it
2: thanks <laughs> 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 peter peter sees <laughs> sense
1: <laughs> that's exactly what a kid does too right essentially there's like Similarities <laughs> That was a walnut Flying around in a chrome
4: walnut
2: Let's not start to hate it yet See this is what I was worried about Josh We yeah. talked about this earlier
0: Bethany sat next to me today on a couch And she said when all these other jerks start to talk bad about Flight of the Navigator, I need you to support me. <laughs> so she was already mad with, at the time, she didn't even know who was going to
3: be And there.
2: apparently <laughs> rightfully so. Okay,
0: yeah. well, let's, get, let's go around and get a thumbs up
3: or thumbs down for Flight of the Navigator just to settle oh, your okay. dispute. Okay, great. I'm wondering okay, if you don't have to... <laughs>
1: I'm worried that the world doesn't know what Flight of the Navigator is. I, they know. I they had never know. seen it before tonight. You're a baby. And you I weren't never, alive. I That's why I right. even heard of it until after Interstellar came out and Josh was You're going around Arizona. saying, "This is just Flight of the Navigator." <laughs> Josh right. Right. and I, and me. Ex- like <laughs> I really expected <laughs> a much stronger uh, parallel, but it just, I just, it wasn't there. Look, man,
6: not every 80s movie can be your beloved Back to the Future. Some of us yeah. had to make do
7: with flight of the navigator and i was so, living in a box in england <laughs>
1: <laughs> well then one vcr today. tyler you've already let me, set up here let, let me summarize yeah there you go according to imdb disney's flight of the navigator is set in 1978 when a boy is moved Eight years into the future, and has an adventure with the alien ship that is responsible for that. For that, <laughs> that's how I the thing. What an adventure it was! That's I could have been reading the description to Interstellar. There. <laughs> yeah, there, there are
3: no alien ships in Interstellar.
1: <laughs> there are super uh, evolved
0: super beings. Yeah, <laughs> that, that may, an interstellar that may or may not have been humans. humans. before That's we true. before we nitpick either one. Let's continue to g- okay. talk about Flight of the Navigator. If you're not a child of the '80s, it stands to reason you might may not have seen Flight of the Navigator, or maybe you have. So Patrick, what's your Flight of the Navigator experience? Uh, I saw it as a child, probably not in the theaters, uh, but
3: I loved it, and I still like it now. I think it's a good. Good fun. But why are you giving me a mean face, Bethany?
2: Because you've been cranky about it. You've been oh, just no. so judgmental. Oh, so I I'm just want the. I want the people to know what I, the real I, thing I like in your it. heart I is. I
3: think it is
0: a weaker
2: 80s okay.
3: sci-fi <laughs> All movie. Right. But I like it. It's fun. <laughs> Hold on. Just Let's go back to Tyler because he
1: had some some choice words. <laughs> about it. Man, that movie's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> so bad Stephanie
0: <laughs> Oh I'm so bored <laughs> This guy over here Hates
1: movies big time <laughs> He hates
2: them Glad you're holding my hand Through this
1: Maybe the problem is That I, I never saw it When I was a kid I have yeah. no nostalgia Attached yeah, I mean, to it Yeah I think that's a huge problem Your yeah. childhood
6: was less
0: so you are bitter now. <laughs> okay.
2: And just you well, were,
0: and you it, got older this week, so now <laughs> you yeah. I think and you're to probably be fair, here. you watched that
2: movie through this grid and the premise of like compared to Interstellar. No, I didn't. We I just, saw it as a kid. I took kid. it for to what it
1: was. <laughs> I, I don't had, know I had if had you no, could do that. She sounded just like you. <laughs> <laughs> that was spot on. <laughs> I had no I was, preconceived as, assumptions of what the movie was supposed to be. I was I was hoping for an. Parallel, but I didn't expect it to be like Interstellar as far as quality or you definitely because I mean parallel. it's a kids movie delivered yeah, on it's the Disney. It's parallel. almost the same movie, right? But yeah, I mean, you the quality it. is it's on like the bar.
3: Goonies. You need the nostalgia piece. <laughs> you need to it. appreciate it right. if you have never um, seen right. it. I, I actually
1: appreciate Goonies a lot more than this. this is, more. I disagree. This is
0: a tangent, uh, but I think that if you are a fan of that type of nostalgic movies, you don't necessarily need to have seen it and have an experience anchored in time to appreciate it. And the perfect example is recently, I don't know how this happened because I'm uh, you know, a huge fan of nostalgia and especially 80s nostalgia family or sci-fi fantasy movies. And there's a film that Joe, Ta- Joe Dante directed in the 80s called Explorers, about um, uh, three friends that build a spaceship in their mm-hmm. backyard and travel into space. It's got River Phoenix. Beautiful. and uh, Ethan Hawke in it and I only found out that that's this movie it's... even existed recently like this week you text us about yeah, it yeah and I was like how come I never knew that this movie was a thing this is, yeah. seems like exactly the type of movie I would watch and love as a kid and it's not like it was full of obscure figures it had big stars and a and a huge director attached to it and I then I watched it on Amazon Prime and I was like yeah this is fantastic I had such a fun time watching it it felt like something I would have watched even though I'd never seen it so that's a perfect example and then weirdly enough today Mike texted and said, we should also watch Explorers. The second time I've ever heard anyone mention <laughs> the movie yeah. in my life. So so are we going to yeah. watch that next? Yeah. yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. <laughs>
4: Flight of the Navigator uh, explores the never-ending story and maybe a few others were like going to grandma's house movies for me. What kind of weird grandma do you got? <laughs> really chill. I and did, did never-ending story. Yeah, so I'm saying like it was like in the in the ten movies that I Yeah, yeah. yeah. it feels definitely, it definitely like it was like right. so had not included
0: BHS's was on the or, or Betamax or whatever. Or okay, or was
4: yeah. It yeah. Time Man, yeah.
0: you are so old. So you I remember the, those All that's a segue back to Mike you watched Flight of the Navigator as a kid at your grandma's house.
4: Yeah, and uh obviously well not obviously, but it has been so long since I've saw it. And uh I watched it on YouTube. So it's out there, y'all, if y'all want to do that. <laughs> the <a> whole movie. <laughs> and uh it was uh, crazier than I remembered as a kid. It was uh, pretty darn wild. And, but the special effects are on point, you know? <laughs> Super <laughs> chromed out acorn. And when those stairs come out for the first time, like, <laughs> they're hey, <liquid> hey, <laughs> <you're laughs> like... The liquid stairs. they are like, dang. G-Figure T-1000 right there for sure. He now uses the same technology.
0: When the acorn or the walnut, whichever you prefer, travels back in time by the climax of the film to take... Uh, David back to his time. It basically becomes like a level in mist for a second, where it just looks exactly like a Windows ninety five game flying through lightning and everything. That's <laughs> yeah. great, man. So good.
4: So I'm definitely thumbs up on the movie. So thank you, thank maybe. you for the support, oh,
0: Bethany. You feeling Appreciate a little better you. so far? Appreciate you, Peter. Yeah. You're what do you
4: think, Peter?
8: Uh, I actually have a strong childhood memory attached to this movie, uh, Interstellar no. (laughs) I didn't know if
0: someone traveled through a magic bookcase and told you.
8: I mean, they're basically the same movie, but it's great that they remade it. But anyways. (laughs) So I had to, for some reason, um, go to my dad's uh, work when I was like six or seven. And um, he still had meetings and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't even remember the circumstances that I had to go there. It's the only time in my life I had to go there, but Uh, He put me in this room, and there's a TV, and so I started just watching whatever was in there on VHS, and it just seemed like hours and hours went by. It just seemed like the longest thing ever, and then I finally put in Flay the Navigator, and then I just felt this, like, abandonment in that room, and then in the movie, (laughs) he can't find his family. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Peter, I had the <laughs> exact same
6: experience with Hook. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my dad's That's office and I had to watch Hook. Run home, was Matt. was great. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. <laughs> it's like, man, my dad doesn't love me.
8: Anyway, so him flying around in that ship, just endlessly flying around randomly, just was kind of allegory oh. for how I felt in that room. Wow. That's perfect. It was
1: endless. He just flying that thing around. <laughs> and you... That fast You had your <laughs> turn. And you...
0: And you like you managed to like it even so, or is that where you're getting oh, at? Or it was kind of traumatic. I liked it though. Okay. What did you f- what'd you feel about it tonight? Are you still into it, or
8: I might need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> <Some> <laughs> All
0: right. Some stuff uh, triggers you, you know? we can we can help you work through some of that this mm-hmm. evening. Josiah, you're a Disney enthusiast.
5: Yeah, and I had only seen like half of this ever. I uh, I saw it on TV when I was a kid. Like and just flipping through channels came upon it and I was just like this is incredible. This is there's computer graphics, there are robots, there's aliens, <laughs> this, this kid has his own spaceship. Like. like, yeah, this is incredible. And I remember going to the video store and being like, ah, do you guys have this? And they said no and I just at that point assumed that it was like a fever dream and that was it. I just I gave up <laughs> and I never saw the whole movie till tonight. So I actually didn't know anything about like the time travel aspect of it or that was all new to me.
7: That's great. Well, what'd
5: yeah. you, and
1: what, how did you feel? Uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you were impressed when the spaceship turned into Pee Wee Herman? That was weird. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I knew that was coming because I saw the, <laughs> the latter half of it. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's
6: one of the major high points of the movie for me. Pretty much the greatest. Matt
0: Hughes, uh, if anyone was enthusiastic about the movie tonight, it was Matt and... Uh, I'll go as far as to say maybe a tad overboard on his mm. enthusiasm.
5: You mean how he kept screaming, This is the best movie ever? <laughs> the whole I show. love this movie so much. <laughs> it is and,
6: one of. And this is the perfect movie. <laughs> maybe the perfect movie, you guys. It is so good it has everything you need it has an undeveloped childhood crush that turns into nothing, nothing. and they <laughs> foreshadow all this amazing stuff with the dad offering advice and then he comes back in time and that girl just isn't there and then there's all this stuff about that dog
1: lasts way too long of a lifetime oh, and in what, years,
0: what are you doing
6: right now just, we, spent,
1: we spent way too much time watching dogs catch frisbees <laughs>
6: There's never it's too like much five time. <laughs> it, okay, let me. I'm about to unpack the whole movie, and I'm sorry. I shouldn't be doing that. I just want to say I watched it a lot as a kid, and I love it. And it's like two thumbs
0: up. It's so good. Even though you just started picking on it. like uh, Yeah, right. which those
6: things bring me so much joy. <laughs> it's perfect.
0: All right, well, then, uh, if anyone here, other than Matt, is going to celebrate Flight of the Navy, it would be you, Bethany Allen. What yeah. do you think?
2: Um, nostalgia and just love for movies. <laughs> and here's sort of why. My, this was my sister's oh, okay. <laughs> just in general. Move her up and my sister the website. <laughs> I've been saying that. <laughs> my sister this was my sister's favorite movie. My brother's we were talking about this earlier is Mac and Me. And then I just kind of was left because I am the third child, so oh they were God. like, we're just watching these two over and over again. <laughs> Mac and
7: me. So we watch
2: this all the time Mac and, and me. I loved it. I loved both those movies. You too, for sure. (laughs) You just like. (laughs) I really did. So it's like nostalgic because we watched a lot, and we weren't allowed to watch like certain movies growing up. This is like one of them we were definitely allowed to watch, and I actually like really loved Space as a kid, which sounds a little Mm. bit like strange. You're you're in Florida, so and I lived in Florida, so it was like this all felt really connected and real. And Mm. I don't know, I just there's so much about it that I loved, and.
0: You kept saying tonight, guys, that's Florida. That's what Florida <laughs> looks like. They're <laughs> in Florida. I just the feel like nobody
2: knows.
5: <laughs>
0: so oh, we know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. jo- we know jo- what it jo- looks jo- like. JoJo
2: knows. He goes there. We
0: got eyes. We were watching the movie. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've seen We seen anyway, on the Anyway, I internet. just
2: love it. And I love that little puppet thing. And <laughs> I, love Ma- I just love the relationship between the spaceship Max and the boy. And I just like it all. I don't sound very intelligent. And present <laughs> <laughs>
0: did you how did you feel about wha- how long has it been since the last time you watched the movie and tonight?
2: A long time. Um, oh my gosh. I don't want to say like twenty years, but it's been a long time. It's been probably fifteen to twenty years.
0: But you know, I gotta say, I was impressed that because uh, I had a similar experience, uh, uh, obviously the same experience as Patrick. When we were kids, we used to watch it. I feel like we watched it a bunch. It used to come on the Disney Channel all the time. Yeah. And uh, so I have all these like fragments of it in my head. And I remember like scenes. I remember lines and everything. But it's amazing how only the third act of the movie was what really stuck with me in my head. uh, Until years and years later. uh, This must have been, I don't know, eight years ago or something. I thought to rent a copy of it because I was like oh I should watch that again and the whole first two acts of the movie I was like I don't remember any of it this. this is so bizarre he's Dog's like yeah I didn't movie. remember yeah, him, yeah. he's, he's a first act. act see I remember
2: all of it I can well I mean, that's what I
0: was gonna say so I thought it was so funny I went and bought a copy of the movie and I watched it a couple times after that and I really enjoyed it I like that type of movie and one day, uh, Bethany and I were together, and she asked me to do something, and I was like, compliance. And she immediately said, fly to the Navigator, fly to the Navigator. I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> the only person that's ever recognized that <laughs> reference. So it was obviously familiar enough in your brain that it held together more than just the fragments that I had.
2: Dude, I'm intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> <there's> that. That. <laughs> Thanks for reading. that. Those things that.
2: just stick in there. Mm-hmm. It just was an impactful movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first smart movie you watch as like a kid. Time travel? You're little. You don't even understand this that. This is a
8: mm-hmm. smart movie? Back to the Future came I out think? one year earlier. Yeah.
2: Well, I, didn't, I wasn't allowed to I watch it because of be
8: all the But Back to, to the Future didn't
1: discuss like light travel. Yeah, it's not even mm-hmm. theory. Time travel is not really the big scientific piece to this. It's more mm. time relativity. And that Which is pretty brief, sophisticated for brief explanation, for. explanation of traveling four hours at light speed in that equaled eight years on earth yeah
2: yeah, that's really cool and for a kid to, to know that and to like Which think is, about that
0: and it's basically is, the entire premise of interstellar that they ripped off to <laughs> well, you yeah you know it. chris nolan grew up watching <laughs> flight of the navigator <laughs> you know that what's funny is that the only thing i did remember when i put i was putting a copy of it in one night when i had i'd gone i don't know some 25 years without seeing it and my wife was like What is this movie about? And I said, honestly, I don't remember much. All I remember is Fred Savage (laughs) flying around in a spaceship (laughs) with a puppet and uh wee herman voicing the spaceship and she was like oh, okay and then as soon as the movie started i was like well that's not fred savage <laughs> 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 i remembered it as him too. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why we all did that but it, it really felt like that to me not not even really all that close to fred savage he's got not dark
4: dark
2: hair yeah. Yeah. And it's curly and he looks like a boy he, yeah like he, pretty was pretty. he was in that other
4: movie the wizard right so yeah. Yeah, he was in the Wizard, which was nice. Who? Fred Savage or or this kid? Yeah, Fred Savage. Princess Bride. And (laughs) then Fred
0: Savage obviously shows (laughs) up again in Interstellar, as uh, the farmer Mm -hmm. of the son of (laughs) (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. That was. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh wait, that was Casey Affleck. Yeah. So, you know, Tyler wasn't as enthusiastic about it. As soon as it was over, he said, God, that sucked. <laughs> I didn't feel like that was fair. Yeah. That was
5: maybe a little harsh. The meltdown started when the dogs were flying around. <laughs> yeah, they're it really happened early on. The, the opening, opening credits, credits, credits were too much. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> dogs. 20 minutes Catching of Frisbees. Frisbees. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs>
0: like three dozen dogs. He says, oh, these dogs better have some huge significance. <laughs> did
1: no, not. He just had a dog. <laughs> They did, they did like five minutes of dogs catching Frisbees just so they can throw you off with of that flying saucer bit. Hey, but it like, worked, huh? And then that <laughs> that was going. clever. It
6: was pretty cool. Yeah. That
5: <laughs> kept unfolding. It was like a Goosebumps book. Those <laughs> awful like, you know, they had the awful cliffhangers between chapters where it's like, and then someone grabbed him and then you flip the page and it's
0: like, and it was his sister. Oh, yeah. They like, did the psych <laughs> out the good yeah. six yeah. times I in a row. I thought that was race. great. With no. like the water tower behind <laughs> yeah. the trees. Yeah, I agree with Bethany. Like, give me oh. I
2: thought it was great. And I, someone, whoever said it, someone said the CG, or the, it's <laughs> not CG. What is it The, the graphics What yeah, at the time The computer graphics <laughs> I thought those were So <laughs> the good the <laughs> For yeah, an no, 80s sure. movie
1: When that When that chrome walnut Showed up in Tokyo
6: <laughs> <laughs> That was oh, terrible that was, that was really great That was a That was <laughs> I not feel point. like It
2: was terrible Even watching it As a grown up tonight
6: Because they were Japanese people In the 80s Every single one of them Had a camera on their person <laughs> Taking
0: photos Well maybe that yeah. group That was a group Of photographers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they were, were on the an Instame Original, original. Eighty six <laughs> Instagram me. Oh gosh! You know, uh, I gotta say though, the floating steps to this day. I was watching. i oh, yeah. going, how? I wonder how they did that. I know. Yeah, yeah.
4: Right? hangar out I'm sitting
5: so there good. watching going, like
0: I bet
4: it was magnets. What?
0: And that
5: alien.
4: <laughs> you bet it was what? <laughs> They filmed the magnets. The principal behind them. <laughs> <Sure.
1: Yeah.
5: laughs> what? You know, that's that that is really
1: Patrick <laughs> for <from> magnets. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> there, there, there were times where clearly the steps were terrible CG, the same kind of liquid animation that made the T one thousand. T- yeah, yeah. But then there was other times where it was practical, and they had kids pushing right. on them and stepping yeah. on them, and, thought, and they I, bounced I a little how bit. That, how would yeah. they do that? Magnets, they do that? Yeah. magnets, magnets. I'm kids up sure there did that. that. It's not magnets.
6: How did <laughs> they have the 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 walnut floating on the back of that truck when
1: they were driving it, was, it down well, the highway? Those, I think it was those fake chains. They oh, we're actually they like were actually supports. Yeah, oh okay. man, yeah, exactly. you just killed a
6: kid's
0: <laughs> dream. I thought it was really
6: <laughs> floating.
1: It's <laughs> just from on the way. For the
2: record,
0: ruined. You want not think what, Bethany?
2: I just don't like that we're calling it a walnut. <laughs> what <Well, But> would <laughs> you like to? How should we talk about it? I think it, it's man? a really cool spaceship. Okay. Okay. So I feel like you shouldn't call it a walnut because it doesn't. I mean it was a walnut shape. It well. yeah, it just was and it looked
3: cooler uh, when it stretched out to go fast. Yeah, yeah when it was you know, the agreed. the Mark nitro. One maneuver. F zero. Yeah, it turned total F Zero. To <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then how, where did they get that real alien that he had, like, in his pocket? <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what. That was a good puppet. That was absolutely an alien. They brought it in. Yeah. He, he just yeah, had strings no on his hands sometimes. I was, I was thinking <laughs> if we had achieved
0: photorealistic CG, which is the only thing this thing could possibly be, <laughs> back then, how come CG? <laughs> That's what makes this movie hey, so man, amazing. You can't sit on this podcast and talk about how much
6: you love puppets and then be mean about how phenomenal no. a job they did with those puppets. I, love those, I love
5: those puppets. Those puppets fact.
1: were good puppets. Oh, My, I, uh, I, I
5: love the faint CG strings that were attached <laughs> to his little hands. Yeah. <laughs> but they but just, took the just time to. more real. <laughs> There's
1: sometimes like, when. Puppets show up in movies, and I think you guys just desperately wanted puppets in your movie. <laughs> there's, there's there are occasions in film where yes, get some puppets in. That makes total sense. <laughs> but for for this dumb floating walnut to have a secret compartment with a bunch <laughs> of puppets <laughs> hidden <laughs> in there, that had nothing to do with anything. So that's what, yes, that's someone did. just <laughs> someone yeah. just wrote that in. We need though, we need an opportunity
6: <laughs> to have some puppets. That gave breadth to Max's no. mission collecting no, specimens throughout like, the galaxy. Total
2: insight into it. I That's why exactly. he picked up baby specimens.
0: Yeah.
5: Did they have okay. toys or like Pizza Hut? like kids mealed anything if that? they did
0: I missed out we on it we were too little I we just want to say that if someone if I heard Tyler's complaint just then I would be running to see the movie he just described <laughs> yeah. a secret compartment <laughs> opens up and <laughs> it's full of puppets so
5: it <laughs> kid's on a spaceship and a secret compartment slides up and there's a bunch of alien puppets inside <laughs> that is why this is the best movie ever <laughs> <laughs> shoot probably there's that movie big right big
1: chrome set with a bunch of dudes arms coming up from behind that the that is perfect <laughs> hey, what was up with that big old eye I agree <laughs> <laughs> you mean yeah.
0: the big eye that said the, i i i I yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> It's
6: a self-aware eye. I will
0: It's a coincidence.
6: I will That's say the I feel like it's in naming 80s movies
4: itself. there were like a lot of like large-eyed aliens so <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, that was weird. That scene where he's
0: in a, where he's surveying all the alien life forms in the puppet wall <laughs> was one of the only ones that I remembered with clarity. I remembered the i i i i i i mm-hmm. and I remember the Sickly, snotty, turd yep. puppet. Yep. That yeah. he's like, oh, he's got a cold. That was yeah. that one always stuck out. And the
6: one that eats it is his hat. Because I really wanted that hat when I was a kid. I don't really understand what NASA was when I was like 5 well, well, The England. silk, the black silk <laughs> yeah, NASA hat. But a bl- <laughs> hat. black satin NASA hat. I was like, that is
1: awesome. <laughs> 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 this group of guys. Where can the I get that? <laughs> nasa employees ever to put up put that on nasa set was amazing it was terrible
6: just they had three vinyl nasa stickers and they had to keep moving them around on different <laughs> yeah. walls and doors and good. cars
1: and
0: like et nasa is an evil like
1: this movie was desperate to be villainous e.
0: organization
1: okay. did, did you catch the et reference
0: yeah about yeah, him said, phoning
1: home yeah. big fat owl, whatever yeah. his name well, of
0: course they are ET at this point is like a cultural phenomenon why not make it? It's like the Matrix. They might as well reference it. Oh, it's
1: a fight scene. Let's slow it down. And yeah.
2: <laughs> I do want to offer my Florida perspective. <laughs> I think it's valuable here.
1: In case you missed it, Bethany's from Florida.
2: <laughs> we used to go to the Kennedy Space Center all the time, you know, because that's what you do when you're in Florida and you see the space shuttles launching all uh-huh. the time. So, a Florida kid watching this, when I was looking at all the NASA stuff, I was thinking, oh, it looks like every facility I've been to it looks like my friend's parents worked for them or whatever. And I was like, oh, that must be what they do. In my mind, I was thinking all those things. So I didn't feel like it looked so Real Bobo like you're all thinking.
0: I didn't think it looked Bobo. Tyler is saying that the actual employees were Bobo. I know, bobo. but yeah. they were running they seemed around really on smart. they had their like, Frogger it's, computers. It's coming back down. Let's go outside. <laughs> oh, it's back up. Let's go back inside. <laughs> I do like how they seem surprised. <laughs> but there was no yakni
7: sex. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, well, all these feelings aside, I just think that even though the connection to Interstellar is meh, a tad tenuous at times, overall, it's very clear. Yes, I think we can all agree on that. But maybe at some points they're like, they're kind of different in some ways. <laughs>
8: no, it's basically the same movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we watched Interstellar tonight, I did start to think about something, which is like, it makes it interesting to compare two movies like that. Uh, and maybe this is being a, too grandiose for our, our own good, because it started making me ask the question: What are what are movies even really for? If you think about it, because think about it, <laughs> we've gone I'm too deep, like, people. <laughs> we've got, Bear yeah. with me. Yeah. Bear, yeah. With yeah. With me. <laughs> <laughs> Bear with me. I think you guys are gonna need to <laughs> you're gonna need to weigh in on this. Man, Josh is way out now. <laughs> so, I'm watching Interstellar, and I've got to say, and uh, hold on a second before you stone me Interstellar <laughs> is not very forgiving as a second viewing that's only the second time I've ever seen it I yeah. saw it in the theater yeah. and I enjoyed it in the theater I thought it was a good movie <clears throat> reminds me of Stanley Kubrick fun blah 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 Tonight, I was like, God, this is boring. This is so incredibly boring. And why won't it end? How much of the movie do they spend in this cockpit just jostling around for this horrible sound that, like, can't understand what anyone's saying? Why does Christopher Nolan hate for us to hear dialogue so much? <laughs> and it's just driving me insane. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a bad <laughs> uh, there, there are elements of it that are still great. Um, and But overall, I was like, I don't know if I would watch this a third time. It would have to be years before I watched this a third time. But, you know, they're obviously so different. One now was considered probably to mo- on most people purely nostalgia if you were to say, oh, why is it so great? It's like, because it's fun. It's 80s. It's a kid's movie. And the other one's like, you know, at least ostensibly high art. It's like this big achievement in cinematic, you know, like in the cinematic pantheon and mm-hmm. technological uh you know the 70 millimeter or the IMAX filming and all this different stuff and what they managed to do and the scientific accuracy and blah 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 and it just made me think like but but who cares because I was more entertained when we were watching the silly movie with the puppets than I was with Interstellar it doesn't mean that like oh movies should only be about entertainment obviously what you know what is a movie for is it like just entertainment is it about storytelling is it about the emotional resonance of something because either way i found all of that stuff more so in flight of the navigator tonight at least than i did kid. in interstellar
4: uh where do we jump in on this <laughs> really I, I mean you husband. upset mike <laughs> yeah this is number four for me for interstellar i'm sorry today number <laughs> <laughs> the second one of today <laughs> uh anyway long story um the emotional resonance is what I get from it and and regardless of uh, I mean it's beautiful every time I see it and so and I really really like it and so I don't I just don't know what don't know what are you're, you're telling.
0: telling me right now is like you're something very individual what translate that for me
3: let me hey let me t- let me tell you this though about it has what, to be individual. what Mike's opinion is is good about this is when I first watched interstellar was i watched it for the cool visuals and the sci-fi element because all the cool ideas about light speed and all that stuff for relativity and then mike we had that uh, podcast about Christopher Nolan and he gave us his speech about why he loves Interstellar. Remember this? Oh yes, boy, I do yeah. we Definitely. I remember. I remember that. I watched it with that filter and I enjoyed it even more the second time because I found it even more inspiring well, because me, of his speech. let
0: me set you up a little bit, Mike, to go back to the speech, if mm-hmm. I may. Is that all right? Yeah. You're, you know, you obviously are, are connecting a lot with the emotional resonance, especially the family element to the story and then primarily between Cooper and Murphy, his daughter. Sure. Um, but so little of the movie is constructed by that story. So much, of, so little of the movie is buoyed by that story at all. And it made me think as I was sitting there and I had a, a good hour and a half of the movie's runtime to just look at empty visuals and loud noises to think <laughs> that uh, if you do make a movie that's like taking you to a different place and but it's still somewhat grounded in reality you know like Interstellars like trying to take you to some fantastic thing but still kind of be accurate about it yeah. uh then it needs to be you know some kind of story or you need to do something sensational like mad max and show them something that you never would see otherwise that's what a movie can do that reality can't do And it seems like Interstellar is doing this weird thing where it's like, oh, look, we're going to different worlds. It's amazing space. Look at Saturn. Look at this black hole. And Neil deGrasse Tyson's telling you this is what a wormhole looks like. And then about 20 minutes of the movie's runtime is a very flimsy story about
4: a dad and his daughter that I think uh, pinged off a wall the second viewing. I think for me, like, I don't need to be – I don't need to see, like – uh, any backstory of him like helping her with her first steps. I don't need to see her <laughs> mom alive. I don't need to see these parts. Like I understand it from their developed relationship now of just like you see that he intensely cares for her. And for some reason they connect because they both don't belong to that world that they're in. Okay. And so that's their connection. So there doesn't need to be any, any. Uh, not to make it sound, I don't need any more story for that. But the I amount- just sense it. I just see it, and they give me just enough of that, and I'm just, like, fighting for their relationship because of that. And yet, like, okay, he goes off, and he knows that, like, oh, he's fighting for her, but their relationship is, like, cyclical and, like, a yin and yang kind of thing where, oh, in the end, she's fighting for him. Or for all I of guess
0: this. maybe I don't I didn't see that Especially this time I kind of felt that The first time This time I felt like He's just a piece of crap He's a deadbeat dad With entirely selfish motivation Yeah he's This an is an the awful argument dad. That I
4: had with Bethany Last time though He is a yeah, terrible I Did I she's, win that
0: one? <clears throat> yeah you were
6: at The Christopher Nolan episode Yeah, yeah. No, no, I just He comes I back From the fifth scene. dimension And he never once Asks about his son Not once. Like, his his firstborn who looked after the farm, who was the reason that his, like, genetic lineage kept going because wow. he had children he doesn't care about his son his son's wife his grandson or his dead grandson he doesn't once ask about that part of his to family fair, you're referring here p-
3: all their conversations you're referring of course to fred
6: savage i am talking about fred <laughs> savage and his big big beard you
3: could have asked them all about that we he could have but
6: chris Nolan deliberately didn't show us it that because us. he's a rubbish dad
4: no,
3: I um, don't. I do Who hates his things. family? This is, this this is American. Plot. I think the father-daughter aspect was the backbone of the movie. Still, what? Yeah, I think nah. we established that yeah. that is the thing because he is fighting against time to go save her and get back to her, and she is fighting against time to get back to him. It's the whole thing, and then they meet at the end. Where? Of the big where
0: do you get the impression that he's fighting against time to get back to her? I get that he's. Laden with a sense of guilt after he sees her grown up, but he leaves not to save her. He leaves because he gets this intense monologue about how we used to be explorers and we've got to be more than this. And they called me, and I got to go. It was all yeah, about his sense of. It's all about that John
6: Lithgow conversation about like, man, you were born in the wrong time, and now he's like, I have this set of skills, and I get to do what I'm meant to do, and, yeah, and that forget was part everyone of else. But then what do he he you kept think,
4: no Forget.
3: They kept. Say, he kept saying like, we have to do this if there's anybody to save he kept saying that is to save people it's like if you don't do this they're going to die and going against he, time is every time he they talked about okay. like we have to consider food and gas he's like we have to consider time as well because he was like we have to go quicker I have to get back home I have to see my kids
8: yeah he left for plan A he left for he did plan, leave for a, plan a, a in a sense mm.
0: but he wanted to have his cake and eat it too I, of I, course I don't.
4: I don't I mean
1: I don't agree with that at all
4: yeah I don't I think he only went for plan A tell I me mean, tell me more Tyler, you want to (laughs) jump?
7: Yeah, I'll jump. (laughs) Uh,
1: I actually really love Interstellar. I think that it was better on the second viewing. Um, I actually don't have any complaints, really strong complaints about it. I, I really enjoyed it. I think that the empty visuals, is that what you called them, were fantastic. I could watch a whole movie just that. It's intense, l- isn't lucky isn't for it? you it's yeah, it exists. Really you just did, buddy. <laughs> Don't give me any story. <laughs> what um, do you guys want? But so, I, I think, you think need? that the we can watch is Terence Malik movie and just have <laughs> <laughs> you get those. I so. do, yeah. I do love Terrence Malick movies. Like a
6: Wes
0: Tree, of <laughs> is, the Tree of Life is Tree of Life is better <laughs> yeah, than is Interstellar.
1: That. You watch Moonrise <laughs> Kingdom and just get yeah. an hour and a half of visions. I think the motivation for McConaughey's character is from that conversation he has with Michael Caine, where about where it's about uh, saving the next generation because he's he's scared for his children, and they're having a conversation about how okra just received its last harvest ever. He couldn't bear to hear that okra was gone. And that or corn, okra, corn was <laughs> the only the only harvest left to to reap, and it had a limited time span too. That, so they knew that, knew that, that the, the days flames. the days were limited on Earth, and. His motivation was to find a solution for the human race to save his kids. That whole conversation he has later with um, his dad, uh, John Lithgow, is is just they're having a disagreement about whether or not to stay on Earth. They're saying, "Do we stay?" John Lithgow is saying, "You need to stay here, become a caregiver, caretaker, caretaker of the planet, and try and and re." populate the earth and grow new crops, um, but McConaughey is saying, no, that's what we've been doing forever, for the last however long. Didn't really give you a timeline on this, but he's saying, we already did that. The Farmers have already been saying next year, the rains will come. Next year, the crops will grow, but that's not happening, and we're not meant to be caregivers. We're meant to be explorers and pioneers, so he's having a fundamental disagreement about the solution to the problem, but the problem is that the next generation is not going to have a place that's habitable for them, so he goes into space to save his kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. What do you think, Bethany? Because you, when totally it was happening, you said he—he's abandoning her. He—he he abandoned yeah, her.
2: You know that's my sweet
0: spot. <laughs> I know. So, so then you're qualified to speak uh, into this.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think this is the second time I've watched it in my whole life, and. I was trying to lean into the emotional side, as per Mike's Come encouragement, and um, trying to enter into the storyline a little bit more. Though I find it to be exceptionally shallow, just like Josh. <laughs> um, and I feel like I saw more of the the drive in him when he talked to like Anne Hathaway about like when you're a parent, you give up, you like your whole thing is to be protective of your kids, not to always tell them everything or whatever. I thought that was like a good moment for me to see in him, but. I still feel... I just generally feel confused about the movie. Because I feel like I can feel conflicted in the character development. Like, when you're talking about, like, he has this selfish ambition. They build that out so strongly. Like, this is who I am. And I'm Space Ranger. And, like, all these things that I was built to do. Oh, yeah, and I'm a dad. And I'm and sort of trying to be, like, a good dad. But... I don't know. So I, I was conflicted. I don't have anything really yeah, there's insightful a huge to say, except that I just, there's shallow character, character development for me as a person who sees <laughs> a lot of movies. So for me, it was harder to, to connect. And I think part of it could have been the casting, too, because I can't stand Anne Hathaway in yeah, this movie, were, and she detracts from the, the quality of, of the film <laughs>
1: yeah, altogether. Yeah. So I she don't know what she's on, on screen. You yeah I think that the character development is is really good throughout the entire film, at least I was very aware that McConaughey's motivation was to save his kids, and he was taking a lot of unnecessary risks to limit the amount of time he was spending in space. yeah, he was talking about trying to get back to them as quickly as he could,
2: yeah, I wonder if he did that though. It, when I was watching it this time, I was thinking, Oh, you just feel guilty
1: because yeah, no, you were kind
2: of a guilt. jerk because. You you just like space rangered yourself into Saturn's whatever, other yeah the, I think the that there abyss was, and then all of a sudden at you were the like, end? like oh I shouldn't have done that when yeah like at when he, even when he was like we'll, we'll, you know it's
1: because by that time it had already been decades yeah he well, given not no, not the end, end. He 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 the knew first he be round able to get back to his daughter
2: no the first round when he was confronted with the time,
1: space on the thing, water planet when
2: they were like it's going to be seven years for every mm. hour yeah like at that point I was like I felt like his. Attitude is just, uh, no, oh, he, he crap. Just, he, he, he I probably shouldn't have gone. He, he was shouting
1: like, at them a, to hurry. He was yelling at them the yeah, whole but, mission to I'm run, not, run. I'm and, not saying he wasn't motivated, quicker. but
2: I'm going What's he motivated by.
1: Yeah. To get home. He didn't. He, because what? he already like, knew the math in his head that that hour spent on that planet would mean seven years of I his know, daughter's life. I know, but why did life. he want
2: to get home? Think about
1: it like this. There's a, Because he wanted to be with his daughter. He, he didn't to want to leave in the first place. Now, the way
0: that they flesh out Cooper's arc is that he's totally uh what's the word he's like disillusioned by the lifestyle that's been imposed on him he doesn't want to be a farmer yeah, he's he wants not to be a be farmer a he's not a farmer Yeah, he, he wants- took
1: up farming as, an, as a necessity yeah. right
0: because he could do it and he was trying to contribute in some way right. he wants to get out of there he wants to be an explorer obviously he's not like completely devoid of emotions altogether he loves at least his daughter a little bit yeah and he couldn't give two craps about his son in fact (laughs) i don't think he knows his son's name and then he goes to space even though his daughter's like begging him and pleading with him not to go he's like yeah i got to do this thing and you know his daughter's like furious with him and he's probably never going to see her again so he has a sense of guilt that he's leaving with for not making things right and his father in law is mad at him because he said you've got to make things right with murph he doesn't So then he goes into space and that's the thing that's like this lingering like, Mm -hmm. oh, man, you know, uh, I I just this almost like when a kid's disobedient and then he goes off to do something. He's like, I got to get back, even though I want to be out doing this thing because I've got this thing hanging over my head. And then it becomes uh, intensified when he sees that she's all grown up. Obviously, that hits him in a huge ways because he's not. Or that she didn't monster. do the videos
2: at all. Then right. he's like. Uh. But
0: there's this conversation that happens when they're discussing whose planet to go to where Cooper shows all his cards. And you realize that he's not concerned for his family whatsoever. When he describes love as something that's purely an evolutionary pres-
1: preservation
0: or survival tactic he said
1: it was for social yeah. and uh, child, child rearing, rearing
0: exactly child rearing. so yeah. in that moment he says that all love is is a developed evolutionary trait for the purposes of he's child a
1: sociopath
0: rearing. he's an absolute clinical well, he's like sociopath. a naturalist he's a naturalist so
1: and, yeah, and he believes in science over faith yeah and tangible over intangible he, he yeah. made that clear from the beginning when they were theorizing about the apparition in her bedroom. Yeah. So
0: Anne Hathaway's character wants to get to this guy that she loves. Edmund. And he's uh, saying that that makes her unqualified to make a decision about what planet to go to because she's not considering all the data the way a scientist would. And in that moment, he's like, she's like trying to talk about the validity of love, and he completely dismisses it and in, and even mentions child rearing. That's just this development naturalistic thing and that's the kind of person he is. He doesn't really care. He's Yes, he's burdened okay. by a sense of guilt. But then in but the
6: bookcases, cases, to, to play devil's advocate, he does say the magic power that's <laughs> allowing me to move dust in another time and space is love. Yeah, so it it there's, is an, gravity. If, there's gravity. Yes. Gravity is allowing but, him to do that. But his connection no, to her is, is, love. is love. Like he says that that is what is connecting us through
1: yeah. The five at dimensions. That point. The, no, no, that's, just, that's what's motivating him is love. But the connection... Is,
2: and that's how she be motivated. Physically gravity. does is gravity. But yeah. the
1: reason he can connect at all is
6: love because that's why he's in the rubric of just Murphy's room. Yeah, that was It's because of magical abstract, powers yeah. of love. Okay,
4: yeah. Let me get... I don't want to <laughs> land on this forever, but... okay. Well, side note: So you, here we are, we're so losing seven seven hours, seven yeah. hours for every- so, <laughs> so you really uh, like okay, the, the idea that someone that that believes in science as their their end all or their uh, their answer for all this can't really understand love. But even though they explain it like, oh, I, this firing my brain and and I understand love. Yeah, I'm I not saying you can't understand yeah. it. Okay, well, I think that they 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 feel love. The same way I would chemically and well, uh, sure. I think that they feel love the same way. So, <laughs> in that, and okay, so you agree with that. So, let's go back to him leaving, okay? So, yeah, I, I'm moving my hands a lot. So, just imagine yeah. a, a waving hand. I'm telling you to talk into your microphone. Oh, yeah. I'm coming in. Okay. Here's the deal get to it, man. Spit it out. A guy. This is as long leave. as the movie was. That's fine. <laughs> a guy. A guy has to leave his family to go on a uh, on a long haul trucking expedition. Okay. Has and that's to, what this wants to. Yeah. N- that, no. See, the guy is perfectly skilled to drive this long haul truck. Okay? okay. No one else can do it. They were going without him, but sure. He would. Not only them. not only that, but, but until he decided to go on it. They were like, "Well, these guys have only played in the computer with this long haul truck. who knows if they'll actually make it anywhere, okay so yeah, I feel like sometimes you have to make that choice out of love because it's what you just got to do sometimes, regardless if you can make it up. So I have no problem with it with this relationship at all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's not about just
1: about his daughter. he has a responsibility to the human race.
4: Including his daughter. Including his daughter. What Sometimes I thought was, love
0: hurts, <laughs> like, just like
1: the song. When so. he was
3: given that thing to, uh, what's her name, Brant? Yeah, but saying you can't like let love dictate your decisions. I thought that was just like s- supposed to show us that they both take turns being like the uh, level thinker. Because earlier she was saying you can't just base this on trying to get back to your kids. You got to think scientifically. And then the tables turned, and he says, you can't just think about this through your love. you got to think about it scientifically. So they're going back and forth because neither one of them could think straight the entire time. Yeah, and that no, was part I of get, the story. I
0: think that's the bottom line, is that we're, we're not disagreeing about... At, at the end of the day, we're not really disagreeing about what the character was or wasn't thinking. We're disagreeing about what the movie was trying to tell us. Is that right? Mm, yeah. Because I think that the movie was telling us that Cooper was a crappy dad. I and agree. then by the end of the movie, they were, you know, like half asleep and they wrote the most mm. ridiculous mm. ending uh, We got to stop this I, I, Hold on. This is, I'm I, th- I think
8: we're way off track <laughs> here. Yeah, I'll bring us back. back to fly to the right, I'll, I'll bring us back here. Basically, in Fly the Navigator, we have David. <laughs> yeah. And in Interstellar, we have Cooper. And they're basically going on the same story, the same journey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, both with the help of NASA. They're hopping in a spaceship trying to get back to their family. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> NASA
3: doesn't help David.
8: Well, inadvertently. NASA picked up the spaceship.
6: It wouldn't have been in the bunker for that, David to hide in Ralph to get in to. In both
0: movies, NASA is a source of, like, deceit.
8: Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. So, they're very Because uh, Michael Caine's a freaking liar. And both movies have robots who help the main character. It's yeah. True. <laughs> so... That's solid. It's basically the same movie. They said yeah. a couple of That's like
3: saying, you know what? Jurassic Park and Godzilla are pretty much the same movie. They got like awesome lizard things. They are
0: similar in many ways. They yeah. are about like the, you know, man's... <laughs> the distance. hubris of man. Yeah, the yeah. man's disrespect for the natural order and the That's nature rebal- balance in nature, chaos. It's like we just came up with another podcast yeah, idea. Like you heard it here, folks. I think the so, real
5: bottom line in all of that was that if they had gone to her planet, Matt Damon wouldn't be in the movie. He'd just be sleeping in his little ice bucket Yeah, <laughs> the <laughs> way he deserves. Which what we're all reveal thankful that is, that.
2: huh? Thankful he woke up. I think Came on out. Christopher no Nolan right now trying. is
0: enjoying such a free pass at so many things, which is great because he's a great filmmaker and it's fun to watch his movies. Um, he's obviously better at making movies than I am. But it's funny that he gets these actors that, that, what, Matt Damon must have been on set for a week. Casey Affleck must have been on set for a day. And But they're they're taking these roles because it's like, oh, Christopher Nolan. I guess, I'm assuming um, that they must have just been motivated to work with him, even sure. though it's like in a role that's so insignificant.
1: Topher Grace.
0: Topher Grace, for yeah. example, which yeah. is just a really weird cast. I don't have anything against Topher Grace, but that's weird that he mm. showed up in the movie. You don't like Topher Grace? No, he bothers me a lot. <laughs> okay, so you got a problem with <laughs> him. Yeah, the, he uh, took, he the took weak me point of of the over. A, little, a little bit. Yeah. Hanging out. <laughs> 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 You're just uh, expecting him to sit in a basement yeah. and start smoking weed. Um, but the, the thing about him is it, it's, it's changing now. The tides are changing with this last movie with interstellar, but it used to be kind of like, Oh, ever since Batman begins, Christopher Nolan can do no wrong. And if you say anything about, well, this is kind of weird. People would be like, Oh my gosh, shut up. You're a freaking idiot. Um, but it is kind of strange that Christopher Nolan's doing the kind of stuff he's doing in interstellar because I maintain, we did this whole bit on the last, bit of the uh, time we talked about it, that the movie should have ended about a half hour prior to when it does ending, and by 90%. the time he has yeah. this bizarre and awkward reuniting with his do- his elderly daughter. And he kisses her hand and he was like, well, it's good to see you one last time I'm taking off. And she was like, that, don't, hey, you go on and get out of here now. I'm going to die, but no point in you hanging around. He's like, I was getting out of here anyway because I don't care about anyone but myself. And then the credits roll. <laughs> but in Flight of the Navigator, you have everything come to a very satisfying conclusion where David is wrestling with the same sort of like, what life is left for me here? Yeah. He, he sees that... The world has moved on without him. And, you know, eight years to a kid is a long, long time. That's the, it's same,
1: all- that's the same sentiment Cooper has when he sees his daughter laying in that bed.
0: Well, sort of. But the difference is that he's willing to take this risk and get back. He's like, this is it. This, I have to go back to
1: my own time or nothing at all. David. 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 Right. In Flight right. Of the Navigator. Risking yeah. his own death. Because mm. in Flight of the Navigator, that Sounds was exactly a possibility. Like in Flight
4: of the Navigator, his only reasoning that I remember him saying was... Oh, if they're just going to keep me in an institution and study me, mm-hmm. it wasn't that this world has changed so drastically. It's like, oh, I don't want to be probed. He all does the time. say well, he said,
2: my no, friends are different. He said I don't have anyone to go back to because everything he is said, different. This
1: is my family, but it's not my home. Yeah, yeah. and, and he, of and course he, NASA was there, ready to probe him. And he does
2: refer yeah, to his friends <laughs> all being grown up. <laughs> so no, I mind totally, mind I totally get it. the The
1: endings are very similar. Each, each, each uh, traveler, same movie. Each traveler uh, has is recognizing that because of time relativity, the people that are their family are are no longer part of their world. Yeah, yeah they're they're disconnected from reality now. But unfortunately for Cooper, he didn't have that option to go back in time. If he would right have David. had that
0: walnut. <laughs>
1: if, he had a, if he had that chrome walnut, maybe. And, and
0: Pee Wee Herman. When David was saying his goodbyes to Max, I looked over and Bethany had real tears in her
2: eyes. <laughs>
6: oh, that's beautiful. Hey.
2: I'm just a sensitive, got like a sensitive heart. That's the heart. correct
6: response to that heartbreaking <laughs> end of a movie Because he friendship. was like
2: a, a pseudo family for him while he was.
6: No, he what? guided him <laughs>
0: through that coming of age.
1: No, not An hour didn't. and a half.
0: <laughs> Try to connect with me on this bigger picture question I'm asking, because I think this is the thread in this podcast episode oh in reality. <laughs> we're getting to the thread now? <laughs> no, I'm Let's we'll see I'm, if we can get off track. We've already been here once, but I'm trying to go back. Oh. Is that most people, and f- I understand why, but if you were to say like, oh, I think that Flight of the Navigator is better, at least for one way or another, than, than a movie like Interstellar, they would scoff at that because it's a dumb thing to say that you know something like Flight of the Navigator would be better. Than Interstellar, but it seems that uh, it's not like it's better because you don't like movies like Interstellar. Like I like 2001: Space Odyssey. It's also really slow and droney, and it's also it's way scantier on emotional storyline than Interstellar is. But I think it's way cooler than Interstellar because it has this element of the fantastical threaded consistently throughout the film and it does reach a fever pitch of bizarreness yeah. by the third by the final the finale of the movie but interstellar is like uh, it's like it's not really showing me anything all that fantastic other than they're in space it's like i'm watching a movie at omsi our our, our science museum is what omsi is i'm yeah. watching a movie at the science museum about space travel and yeah, there's a robot that's kind of neat and there's this really half-cooked thing about like this dad beat dad but like give me if we're gonna do this then give me like a really dense Im- like story with emotional resonance to carry mm-hmm. me through this thing well, if I think- it's, or show me some talking apes or yeah. prawns or show me some prawns <laughs> show me some, <laughs> show me some, show me some guys Just shellfish. show me some guys in chimpanzee suits like beating on bones in front of a big black monolith or something yeah, yeah I, that was cool. I
5: agree that Interstellar. Like, I, I thought it was boring the first time around. Kind of. I like it. Okay, I don't like a, other parts of it. This is a really weird <laughs> opinion. Good. Uh, no, I think it, it tries to balance a lot. Like there's the sci-fi aspect of it. It's almost not sci-fi. Like I think they said they had so many like crazy scientists working on the movie and stuff. And I think one of them said like the most unrealistic thing was like the ice clouds. Which is pretty crazy when you think of all the other stuff So it's all in science
1: it. and very little Fiction yeah, it's a but lot the of clouds like would just stuff. fall Out of yeah, the
5: sky So I think to to try and balance That and like Christopher Nolan I think does a really good job in his movies of taking like these really kind of dense Heady things And like dialing them down to like a tweet That like everyone can understand And this is a lot of it There's yeah. a lot of like heady science stuff that they just throw at you really to, yeah, quick for mass Yeah audiences. That's, that's, that's And fine. then try to like weave in like this kind of emotional like family plot and then you got to like weave in action beats throughout that so that like the meatheads don't get bored um so i i don't know
1: <laughs> those meatheads man they are yeah. dumbing down our movies
5: until that big wave comes and they start cheering <laughs> uh meatheads love that, a big it, wave <laughs> meatheads do
1: love waves <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: they just go to the beach They're
5: like we'll ride on!"
1: right right take one thing away from this podcast no. If only they had casted Vin Diesel and meet would have loved it. <laughs> if only they
0: have the Rock come out and just shoot a gun at the waves. <laughs>
5: that would be great. Ride a huge I'll jet ski down it. <laughs> but it's so I respect that it's trying to do a lot, but it is still boring. So and I, and I hate the soundtrack. Oh,
0: oh my gosh, Whoa. it sounds like honest to god, like Hans Zimmer's trying to cover the theme from *Tales from the Dark Side* while he's wearing boxing gloves. I don't know, <laughs> has anyone has
5: anyone seen Koyaanisqatsi? No. Did you okay. Just up <laughs> a no. Word I have never I've seen heard. it three times. No one watched that movie. It's just like imagine that soundtrack for ninety minutes with just like stock footage over it, and it's it feels to me like Christopher Nolan walked in and Hans Zimmer was at a table and he just kind of like set down the DVD and then like. Looked at him and narrowed his eyes and then just kind of walked out of the room
0: <laughs> with this understanding that that's what you're going to do.
5: Yeah, he and was getting
0: experimental. Let me play on this this uh, Wurlitzer with my elbows. Yeah. <laughs> so which soundtrack is better? <laughs> Oh, Whoa. Alan Silvestro! Oh, my oh yeah. gosh. Alan Father and Navigator Alan is a Silvestri. far better
6: Alan, synth soundtrack. That thing was yeah. cooking, man. is oh, <laughs> yeah. great, man. As soon as those Frisbees are going for those dogs, <laughs> he, he knows it's future. And, you know, it's a yeah. fantastic
1: soundtrack. He He's works with Zemeckis guy. on all Zemeckis. So, wait,
3: you, you were saying that you didn't really see anything fantastical in Interstellar?
0: No, it's not that, but it's like the concern. I honestly, don't understand the hyper concern for science fact in what is for all intents and purposes a science fiction movie i like you know as much as the next guy a concern for some level of like oh what would it be like if we actually played with the real facts to a certain extent but then he and he he falls into the you know the trappings of what i'm wishing he would have done more of by the end of it when he's like flying around in a tesseract by created by super beings through the power of love and at that point, it's like, well, which one are we doing? It's are we doing one basically Captain EO. or the other?
8: I I think I think both these movies are about love. <laughs> um, bring us oh. home, <laughs> all right. Land this plane, Peter. Okay, so uh, we have the we have the basic surface level love story of um, a main character and his family in both films, since they're basically the same movie. Um, but I think the bigger love story is between a man and a woman. So in Interstellar, you know. Uh, we see uh cooper going after the girl at the very end because that's the main love story that you don't really see um but what really makes me mcconaughey and hathaway yeah exactly don't even say it the implied (laughs) uh love yeah Uh as as josh was saying he he comes home and he just like sees his daughter for a second and then takes off because he's after Something next else. thing, whatever's going to satisfy exactly. him I don't next. think it
1: has anything to do with uh, some sort of affection for Hathaway. Oh, it is. He, he no, comes, I'll, he comes I'll, back. I'll tie this he, together. His family is not what it used to be. It's not his world anymore, and she is the only person that can relate to him that exists in the world that he. his mind is setting. So I'll in. preach it. So no, I, I, th-
8: I think, hold on, I think that, that that is the love story that is going over the family love story, but the disappointing part in Flight of the Navigator is that... Um, we, we have the love story set up in the beginning <laughs>
5: <He> <laughs> as, on as that
8: David's spying on him through his telescope, uh, on the, spying on that girl, and then... Uh and then he never goes after her in the end yeah i think that
0: that's like a beautiful unresolved note no him. i it's think like because now he's on the boat she was on the boat earlier their boats could meet out there on <laughs> no, the. no i water. think yeah, he, he, he went, he's went in love in with
6: sarah jessica parker oh, no. and now he's gone back in time he's gonna, he's gonna find, find her, her be like i know oh. you turn into a foxy oh. like 20 year old NASA theory. intern i'm gonna find candace as a young lady that's like are you trying to say theory. that somewhere out there there's like a
5: some fan fiction written by one <laughs> M, M. Hughes on like a forum somewhere. Hey, maybe a sh- sequel check planned. my Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: I feel like they wrote the first draft of Flight of the Navigator and they're like, oh, that's good. <laughs> like we don't, we didn't tie up all the loose ends. The and like somebody wrote "pee wee" in question mark, and then they're like, "I guess, yeah, get him." And, and somehow him. it's still better and more entertaining. <laughs> and than we feel the same
2: out. way about Anne Hathaway popping up in a movie. She's just a
7: waste.
1: <laughs> just an apple what in the yeah.
2: oh, world? They oh, were like Anne. Hathaway. Yeah, sure, let's oh, cut her hair off. Oh, Princess what, Diaries. What did suck. she do to you? Uh, she just sucked up the movie. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Everyone else is great. All these classically like real like actor. She's not so bad actor. in this movie. You're but
1: calling McConaughey a classic real well, he actor? he exudes sex appeal. So oh my so gosh, that's McConaughey. He
2: that he's, like, he's like clawed
1: his way out of chickpeas. He's chick
2: totally legs. a Texas <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> like... <laughs> Sweet. I mean he can do this <laughs> yeah.
5: he can do this <laughs> Beth they already bought a Lincoln just a couple of weeks
2: ago <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like he at least has way more credentials I just he very orange he's like, in this
6: movie he, really yeah, he yeah. he's still got spray tan left I over from Magic Mike. he spray tan, a tan on <laughs> every
0: one of his dramatic dialogues was just just this side of comprehensible it was like <laughs> yeah. every time, time he
6: started things, speaking things, Josh would lean
0: forward <laughs> <laughs> in the chair
6: trying to hear so I was like, what's he mumbling
0: say? nonsense
3: As hey, always Maybe, my what movie do you like Anne Hathaway in? Yeah, because she
5: was great.
0: Uh, She's not a bad in interstellar. She did like her Princess best Diaries. to ruin the Dark Maybe. Knight Rises. She was great. As
2: Maybe Lay I did like her. As, what's her name?
0: Flight of the Navigator <laughs> is taking a concept like relativity and it's not trying to parse out the, the details of how relativity works and... Uh, Explain wormholes and all that stuff not that there's anything wrong with all that stuff and then it gives you this like Fantastic ride. I mean fantastic in the you know fantasy fantastical sense Um, That's just about like fun and it has a little emotional thread to it And I feel like interstellar is like just trying to it put all these buckets down of like Oh, uh, some kind of emotional family thing. It's like amazing out there space travel uh, and then science fiction, uh, and then started trying to mix a little bit of everything up to a very unsatisfying result. Where yeah, you feel, can watch like it, like you you agree with me. Yeah, I feel We're like team it
2: was jumbled. Yeah, it jumbled. That's a great
0: word for division it.
4: Division right now, and so it's like. Do we yeah, have I don't fight agree about this for like two hours or what? <laughs> sure, no, like no, I I'm think all we, I, it all
0: we, comes down to the robots. Me yeah. <laughs> and Bethany just wrapped it up pretty nicely. Yeah, oh, did you? Tars versus yeah, Ralph. I, I disagree with a lot. In the Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> we're steady shaking I, our heads. I, on I think southern. that Pee Wee's phone y- You guys have fight. been blinded by what you feel is the right thing to say in this predicament, and therefore you hate movies because <laughs> you're not letting no, yourself. I'm just gonna yeah, i going to
3: bo- say that all of you guys are drowning in nostalgia to the point where you can't see a good movie when it's right in front of your face. I don't, I understand, why why
2: I don't understand why you two love it. I can see why Tyler loves it because he's an artist and he like... Can, I'm you serious.
6: You two freaking yahoos over no, here. Wow. it's not
2: that you're not... You're art- <laughs> you, have you have no sensibility. No, you're not like visual artists. I, artist. I could see why Tyler can like see things because he's an artist wow. person. <laughs> 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't understand. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you caveman.
2: No he's no. going to give it
0: more weight. <laughs> well, all, well, uh, your compliments uh, always come at the expense <laughs> of someone
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. else. No, <laughs> I, it's not that... Do you really crazy. know? Who I am to Say that. that hurts. I, I, okay,
2: I take it all back. <laughs>
1: I am captivated. Like I, when watching. I am an artist. <laughs> I am really, really captivated by the visuals That's and like the, the the scale and like abstract beauty of space. Right. But and you can. But Interstellar is a lot. I like that. Interstellar. <laughs> and you're like is, is a lot more than that to me. Interstellar. Okay. That's my one Interstellar what I is hear. kind of. It's kind of scary. It, if you think about it a Terrifying It's a really It's a really scary film Because it's like about Like Navigator Yeah You don't know about, when That aspect ratio it's is about the future Of you. the human race And it's not that It's not that um, Uncomprehensible For For crops To start failing Monsanto They, they reference two Times yeah. in history With the dust bowl And with the p- the Plagues in I would have loved Ireland. To see a movie
0: That dealt primarily With that With corn Concept just Like that Failure sad corn of crops chart. Yeah, just a failure of. The the of <laughs>
1: food. Th- this movie was profound <laughs> because it, it manages <laughs> to take so much humanity and and mm. yet try and um, help the audience comprehend the way that science perceives humanity. So it's like this weird dichotomy of of how the human brain functions, one based on emotion and a second based on intellect. And they conflict, but there's there's that tension allows you to to kind of figure out how to perceive the world and how to save the human race. You need kind of both, what is both happening? parts what, of your brain. At <laughs> what
0: point did you start talking about fly <laughs> the navigator? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, wait, think that, I
1: think that um, Nolan does that really well. He portrays those two uh, those two ideas in conflict really well with this whole uh, cut. And paste uh, scenes of deep space, like sterile environments, to dirt and earth and gritty, like crops being burnt. this like comes back gritty. to grit with you. <laughs> <laughs> you. You
2: know what, too? Gritty let me say this just to add to just to, to not no, be such a go. jerk. <laughs> you two are daddies of little girls and so is Tyler. <laughs>
1: so am I <laughs> <and> I don't <laughs> like oh, you know, it? just an observation. <laughs> Trying to evaluate us.
2: <laughs> I know, but you can see things clearly. And if you're a graphic designer
3: out there with Tyler's intellect of artistic <laughs> and then you yeah. can appreciate no, this movie. I didn't and if mean you're that. not then like, I you should go watch
2: cartoons. I do mean he is a... I would far rather watch cartoons than Interstellar. Ar- not just. You're <laughs> musical artist. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my.
6: laughs> Betty, you're digging such anyway, a deep hole, Anyway, I ball, just want to
2: make that observation to the audience because I think that's important because I think you connect with that as like a dad sensation. That I can't understand
6: Maybe yeah. I think that's why I hate him because I realized man, if I was ever a father like Matthew McConaughey, I would be the worst dad that I for could sure. possibly but be. I think
2: you two don't think <laughs> he's a bad dad. I don't
6: I think, think he's a, a great dad. dad. Bad. Oh, you
0: got yeah, to, see, The set in the bar
1: really low. You, <laughs> <laughs> you a what baby you girls. girls. So you like you say, say, if you, uh, if you had a chance
3: to save her life, you wouldn't do it. You would just stay there and look, look, watch her die. He made a terrible sacrifice. I
8: don't know what I did. He got to fly a spaceship to save her life. Yeah, I would let her. I would just
0: watch her starve.
2: I do wish Um, he would have I'd
6: ask about my son When I got back
0: He probably did. I he would get, did. I would say more he than just right, take right, care right. of my truck when I said goodbye to my son forever. <laughs> hey, that's just yeah. the relationship he practically fast-forwarded through his son's correspondence.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's,
0: like, <laughs> he's like, oh, your baby died? Cool. Is there anything from Murph? Oh, nothing? All right, well, back to sleep. What hey, I think is that there are elements in Interstellar that are really enjoyable. The first time I saw it, I enjoyed it way more than the second time where I was kind of like, come on, credits. Let's get these credits on the screen. But I feel like... There, the, All the elements have been done elsewhere more thoroughly and in a better way in a different movie. If you want something that's a little more on the co- <laughs> cosmic family, like, love and science side of things, then watch Tree of Life by Terrence Malick. If you want something Lost that's to do with, like, Starring space that. travel and how... it. You know, the fantastic side of that, then watch 2001. I mean, that's mm-hmm. clearly Interstellar's aping on that a ton. And if you want to watch <laughs> something that's like uh, the same exact movie but better, then watch Flight of the Navigator. And that's the bottom exactly. line of the entire podcast. Do
2: you two think that's like the bet, like, or the three of you? I don't know about you two. What? It's good pointing, pointing
6: at m- people on I have no idea who
1: you're oh, pointing at.
2: To Tyler, Patrick, and Mike, do you three, I don't know about Peter, or Saya, I, I call him Jojo. But anyway, now you all know. Um, but I'm curious if you, like a standalone movie, when you're talking about all these other great movies, none of which I've seen, but that they're all great and they all meet your needs in those ways that you just specified.
7: Meet your needs. <laughs> Are your Do needs you guys consider
2: this movie like, a, like that in your world? Like yeah. where you're like, it's like a tree of life.
1: Standalone. It's not <laughs> no, aping tree, on anybody. Life, yeah.
2: You see this as a I really meaningful, separate
1: movie. I see Interstellar as a movie that can stand on its own. Okay. It's a really well-made, well-crafted film. Okay. I, I really like it.
2: Like, you'll watch it with your kids one well,
0: day. Well-made yeah. is a broad term. It's definitely well-made. Oh, yeah. Sure. It's
1: well-made, well-written. It's crafted well.
2: It's a great... All-around all a great movie. You would say yes. this is a great movie, yeah. just like Back to the Future. I, <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Whoa. Save or
1: kill. Whoa.
6: Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Save or kill. Uh,
1: I think... That Matthew McConaughey is a good father with with proper <laughs> motivations. I think that Matthew the long extended scenes.
0: Huh? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey or Cooper? Probably it's
6: both. Cooper. His character, Cooper.
1: <laughs> I think Cooper is a good dad with the, with the right motivation. He's t- stuck in a tough spot, and he wants to do right by his daughter and right by the human race. But using not his son. The skills that he has. Yes, and that makes Nolan it a good didn't, didn't movie. incorporate the same sentiments between the son and the father as he did with the father and the daughter but there's still a lot of emotion there between the father and son hmm.
8: interesting it was a great remake the, when, when
1: he sits <laughs> down in that chair there's a famous scene with him reacting to the videos yeah. he had really strong like yeah guttural yeah, He's like, like, he like look at my fog. stupid son that, that wasn't guilt. smart he'll enough he'll to be up. an engineer. And I It's a shame that his kid I don't died. Think it was, I don't think it was motivated by guilt. He wasn't reacting that way out of guilt. I think he was reacting that way maybe out of...
2: I think he was realizing.
1: It, it was tragic for him. Yeah. It was terribly tragic because he didn't want to miss their lives. He mm-hmm. didn't want to spend an hour on a planet and lose 14 years of his children's lives. Mm-hmm. That was never part of he his plan. He didn't bland. want
0: that? <laughs>
1: and yeah. I think that the story is good and that the length of the movie is totally acceptable. What? And that the visuals of the film are fantastic. And I think it is like Mad Max in a lot of ways where it is fantastical and he does push it to these crazy limits where you're experiencing space. He, he's trying to create scenes that we have no way of physically knowing. He, he tried to interpret what the... What what a black hole looked like on past its horizon, and no one's ever tried to do that, and he he tried to take not it there. that we and know of. Right, sure. Not we really don't know that. what. And that's, right, that's, that's that's impressive right. and <laughs> ambitious. Almost and definitely did. Very, Max. It's very ambitious, and I I respect him for it. And I wouldn't change much about it. I so think it's a all film. around
2: stand alone. Your yeah. kids, you will sit here with the babies and watch it one day. But <laughs> sure. they'll be like teenagers and be like, yeah, my daughter's that daughter
1: was here tonight movie. and it. What about I think it's great
3: I loved it I still think that based on our previous thing it's lower in my Nolan
0: top 10 or whatever it is I think it'd be in the last at this point after this uh,
3: but I thought it was better on the second viewing yeah you know, I still I like it better, I better now than I liked it then so I think it's a really good movie Josh would you like it? I do, like I do it? think it's too long it's too long
2: Mike you're still in
4: 100% me thinks ditto <laughs> he's still Mike, hurt from I don't him. think he's really you're hurt. not I'm hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to feel that way that's not what I meant it sorry. no don't say that a, a lot so
1: of people sorry. really hate Matt I'm Damon sorry. and sure it's justifiable to no hate way. him I no mean, way his scientific perspectives on, on humanity in the film Matt are Damons? really profound like man, <laughs> Dr. Yeah, man. man Dr. Man he's yes. the best of us
6: Matt yeah, yeah, Damon. awful character name as well Man. Oh, it's like oh, you're you're the one who has the most insight into mankind and evolution. We'll call you Doctor
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that you, his, you man? <laughs> his, his his comments. His name is Hugh.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought his comments on humanity and society were very thought provoking and profound. Mm-hmm. They were terrible to hear. You don't want to hear that. It's hard to hear, yeah. but it's. You didn't didn't mind when he started
0: to actually just say the things he was thinking? You didn't think that that was was like lazy writing? No. That's that's just how Nolan is. (laughs) It's fine with me. I wanted to watch this. Now I'm going to turn this way. I'm going to turn back around for a second. I've got emotions right now.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fire up my elbow jets.
0: (laughs) Here I go with my cliff jumping. He was a real butthead, wasn't he?
6: The worst.
2: Yeah, but I love Maddie. Damon.
0: And then later, <laughs> the same exact character gets stuck on Mars. He eats a lot of snacks. I know. I was so confusing. I, I was
2: like, <laughs> like, where's the Russian? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't mo- I don't know what movie that was, but there was a it. Russian in a space station. <laughs> Does it anybody it? remember what that one <laughs> <laughs> the was? Russian. The was Russian? that in it's the Martian? Station? I kept no. thinking, where is the Russian who's tired and he's been up there for a long time? I haven't <laughs> <laughs> seen the Martian.
4: There's a Russian. Apparently, we're
1: not talking about the Martian. She's not describing the Martian. We don't know where the Russian <laughs> in
8: space.
2: Yeah, where he's like, <not> finally, <describing> you guys came. Do you guys.
8: The sunshine? Um, so John would you like Interstellar more if it had a no, secret compartment no. of puppets?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
5: What if a kid hid in another robot and that robot snuck him out and everyone else thought he was changing? <laughs> that would have made it the best movie ever.
0: <laughs> so
3: good. Alright, so bottom line, Flight of the Navigator, kind of a fun eighties movie to look back on. Interstellar, thumbs up
0: right (laughs) bottom line (laughs) fly the navigator if you open your mind you can enjoy the (laughs) open your possibilities of what movies can actually do and if you want to actually enjoy some creativity in science fiction and not drink the mainstream corporate kool-aid of interstellar Mm, that's right you could watch something like josiah just mentioned sunshine or, uh, you Gravity. know, the, the flick Moon is another great Ooh. example of mm, creativity in science fiction. Or you can, you know, go to the Walmart of uh, movies and watch it st- Oh, <laughs> It's at this <least> Target.
8: <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's true. I'll it's, a, Target.
6: it's fancy, fancy Walmart. You
2: know what I think is better than Interstellar? Apollo 13.
6: <laughs> oh, gosh. Space Cowboys? End the podcast. Quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, too, it's too long. It's too long.
0: Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. You can subscribe to the podcast or check out our entire episode backlog at youhatemovies.com. Make sure you weigh in on the age-old Interstellar versus Flight of the Navigator debate by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com or on social media, Twitter and Instagram at youhatemovies and facebook.com slash youhatemovies.